Welcome back to We Are Live, live in St. Louis, Midcoast Studio, midcoast.media. For more information, the great uh, Tommy the Intern sitting yeah. on my left. Chris Gardner's the producer. He's made himself go off screen. Uh -huh. Live from Brooklyn, New York, the great Marvis Morell. He's at Apartment in Brooklyn, New oh, York. We've oh, got yeah. no <laughs> That's right, mute his ass. Yeah. yeah, what do you got to say about it now? You guys are rude. <laughs> okay. Uh, joining us live in studio, you can go see him tomorrow night at Helium Comedy Club's Funniest in St. Louis competition, Mr. J.C. Sabala. What's up, buddy? What's up? Man, that flow is looking good today, man. Hair is rocking. You did that just to piss you off, Travis. <laughs> he made his hair look extra nice just so you'd be jealous. My hair always looks pretty good. It does, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, what does that mean? You don't, you don't appreciate J.C.'s nah, hair? I like his hair. Okay. You can't talk. <laughs> That's bad. No, JC. No, he means that literally. Like you uh, had issues. Yeah, you can't. Speak. I said it, and I was like, I should back down like immediately. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. I'm literally dangling a steak in front of a dog that loves eating steak. <laughs> I need to. I need to call my hairdresser. Yeah. The person who cuts my. Oh, it's his. It's your, yeah. Okay. Well, that gets. She awkward. didn't do it last time, and I got a weird bowl cut. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked real bad. Travis, does that? How does that work in your community? If uh, if you go to the wrong barber at the same shop and he gives you the the messed up cut, do you put him on blast, or is it your own fault for not uh, getting with your regular guy? It's it's generally your fault because you need you always know the barber who's the one that people Short line. avoid. Like that's like you you need to know right away if you move to another city or you go to a different barber you relocate it. Like, you need to know which barber in that shop is the guy that everyone else avoids. So if you aren't taking the time to figure that out, then that's on you. Uh, and then if you go to, like, another barber after that and they just look at your head and say, say no more, fam. We know, buddy. We, you're, you're safe now. You're safe. Uh, JC is, uh, again, competing tomorrow night. JC, if you could give us time. I don't know. If, do you have passes uh, you want to hook anybody up with? Or how does that work? Yeah, uh, I've got to mail it in by noon. Uh, but I've got, like, seven, six or seven left. So, so if you guys want to go cheer on JC in the competition, it's yeah. first round is who are the all finalists, up. Jade? Who are the finalists? Just the first. It's the first, first round. round. He's got a. If he makes oh, it sorry. past the first round, uh, myself and Stacy are judging. So I'll expect uh, some payola as well. I just want to. Put what that round out. is Tommy in? I uh, couldn't enter that one this year. I had other commitments. That means I couldn't afford it. <laughs> I didn't have the money. You did a good job, though. You it covered it well. You didn't yeah. have the material. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you shouldn't have made that hair come, Tommy. I'm working on some things. <laughs> I'm going on dates I'm not supposed to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gardner, were you surprised when you saw the young lady in the photo um, that uh, told Tommy? Ta well, here's the thing. Was my assessment correct? <laughs> I, I think so. So, so. Now, I'd, I'd like to see her in person because the photo she presents, and Tommy was Glamour shots. and saying that, yeah, she kind of looks a little like... Uh, <laughs> Is she hot? She kind of, <laughs> she actually looks a little like Tommy Laren. She looks like Tommy Laren, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And but Tommy said she was overrepresented in the yeah, photo. Yeah. She, they're nice. They're nice. They're professional. <laughs> so then, and we know how those work. Then I just visualized her talking about the troops sitting across from him at a table in a very fake way. <laughs> and uh, just, 
That's all I get to get out. Couldn't get that out of my head. Tommy, what did you see in her? Was she was she like? I mean, she was pretty. What did what what attracted you to her? That was that was probably, about it. Probably it's, her breasts. Yeah, she was pretty. Mm-hmm. She was real pretty. Mm. Did she bring like Tommy. appetizers or something? No. <laughs> like the way to your No. Eye. Where'd you take her? Did you take her to Arby's? No, we went to Steak and Shake. That's that That's my go-to. Tommy. What, what was that face? Yeah, I mean, was that face? I'm kind. Of, maybe I'm siding with her now. Yeah. Well, here's like, I want. Yeah, I don't know. Going back to like you're working maybe on some right. things. <laughs> <laughs> maybe before we start dating, we <laughs> we get a date fund together. <laughs> I I get gift cards from my grandpa. He gives me stay and oh, shake Tommy. gift cards. What so. a good man. As long as she stays on the. Four and under meal. It's good. <laughs> he, oh, he, he holds his hand over most of the menu. He goes, here. Pick. <laughs> Your choice. We'll only need one menu, please. <laughs> I know what I won't be getting. Uh, but I once went on a date with a girl to a steak and shake, and she was eating cheese fries. And I wasn't uh. eating. Uh, and she, she stopped eating her cheese fries for a second and went, you know, you're real awkward to be around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a worse thing to eat in front of somebody not eating. Yeah. Chicken wings, maybe. I mean, cheese fries. And Tommy, do you yeah. go on these weird dates just so you can have material? Yeah. He, no, I, I don't, so. but it just kind of happens. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, Probably because you're awkward to be around. Well, so. but then I do things. <laughs> you know who's not awkward to be around? Tommy Bannister, Circa Properties. That's right. Realtor to the stars. He's We Are Live's preferred realtor. That's right. Tommy Bannister, Circa Properties. Drop him a line. You can DM me for his contact info, or you can just go to Circa Properties St. Louis. <laughs> Travis, he's trimming his toenails. Uh, Circa Properties and Tommy Bannister serving the St. Louis area for many, many years. You can trust Tommy buying or selling your home in St. Louis. Uh, Tommy, any more uh, date stories we need to jump into? Uh, no, we don't need to jump into look, man. <laughs> I like. I realize on, I do y'all, weird y'all things. Too much with Tommy and his miserable ass social life. Nobody give a shit. Let's move. <laughs> I realize I do we weird. We got a real things. comedian in studio right now. We want to talk about Tommy's miserable ass social. I life. think JC yes. handed me a note. He wants to talk more about uh, Tommy's <laughs> dating life. Actually, he's like, "Hey, man, I got a whole twenty minutes. I'm going to use J- tomorrow night at Helium." JC knows the story because I told him the other night. I recently learned that it's not okay to read Edgar Allan Poe to a girl in bed. God dang oh, it, Tommy. Yeah. Dang it. I, Did I, you I, tell him to do this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> That's true. That, I would, would, that would speak against <laughs> that, for, that form. For like the last six years since I started dating, I've kept a book of Edgar Allan, like God. the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe yep. under my bed so I could pull it out and start reading it to her. If we were sitting there, because I thought it was romantic, and then the last time I did it, the girl looked at me and she was like, "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> did she so, say never more? Oh, no, no, she did not. Uh, Travis, did you have a movie or anything you guys would watch? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like JC whipped out like the Notebook or something at one point in his dating career for those like alternatives to Edgar, like a DVD, a romantic comedy, Wedding Singer, anything else like that. I, Edgar Allan Poe, man. Yeah, you read Annabelle you Lee. It's a romantic poem. Keep it light. Right? 
It's no. a romantic poem. I was super broy when I was younger. Yeah, I didn't want to call you out on that, but well, I mean, yeah, you you wouldn't. Abercrombie. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hear let's hear about JC, some of your hero yeah. stories. <laughs> 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 JC kept an Abercrombie catalog under his bed to check out with the ladies when they stopped by. Uh, it we, smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all me, baby. That's all me. Uh, again, reminder, JC's competing tomorrow night in the uh, funniest of uh, St. Louis competition at Helium, so go support him. Uh, JC, if you can give me... Why do you keep writing stuff down? Is that part of your... Oh, it's it my, is. This is, the, this this is, is why my job. Here. That's why he's That's here. my job. I just also talk. Because he has to do it in front Are of the camera, Are you making poetry right now? No, no. I have a po- like. I have we a. Keep talking. You keep writing. Yeah, I He's keep writing the things I'm like, saying. Man, you're really awkward to be around. <laughs> uh, speaking of not awkward to be around, our uh, our guy, Mr. Gary Travis. You know him. You familiar? I am very familiar with Mr. Gary. Them yo people. He's a friend of the show. Also, I hope he's a friend of the show. Brett Hall. They met up in the most St. Louis meeting ever. We have a photo of the meeting. Oh, my God, this is amazing. I don't know if Gardner has it uh, for our viewing pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell nice. yes. If you're just listening at home, it's Brett Hull in his, uh, is that the Ric Flair drip t-shirt? Yep. <laughs> with with <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gary's blue king's hat. Like, nope. this is Crown. What? That's a crown? He's corrected you before. Has he? Oh, yes, he Damn. has. All right. His, his blue crown. Made up just for the uh, momentous occasion. Glory, glory, yeah. <laughs> Brett Hall. I think you I got I your number, Gloria. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. You know what I loved about how everybody, you know, was crowing about the crowd and the enthusiasm and the St. Louis Blues uh, turning around, the city of St. Louis. Uh-huh. All the half-empty and abandoned, vacant hotels, the parade route circle. I love that part. Everyone's, oh, the city's on the move. We're turning it all around as you do a parade around the Millennium Hotel that's been empty for four years. Yeah. They should have thrown a party in the Millennium. It would have been nice. (laughs) Chase all the rats out of the first couple floors. So we're happy. We're happy. Speaking of rats, by the way, did I tell you guys I, I saw a rat in the wild last night? No. You're, you Mike, live in the so wild. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Wild, right. it's the wild. And we won't. They own it. They, they own it. Was it as big um, as the one that was the size of my foot behind my house? This what? is. It's, yeah. it's one thing to see a large <laughs> New York rat in a subway. It's another one. It's another thing to see it like walking alongside you on a sidewalk. <laughs> and so it, it's, it's like, like the size of a high. Yeah. Like Absolutely. It's incredibly large. And I've, and I've come to the conclusion that they're just waiting us out. Like, you know what I mean? Like they can strike whenever they want. They, they're choosing not to strike. They're big enough. They're, I think it's 10 to 1 to every New Yorker for every rat. There are eight and a half million people who live on this island so yes there's a strong possibility that the rats are just waiting us out and they're going to fuck some shit up pretty soon that makes sense or become like best friends with a rat yeah it's just gonna be michael jackson (laughs) singing in the background (laughs) i think travis just got drunk and made his way into the muppet studio (laughs) 
Ten years ago today, I, by the way, Michael Jackson passed away. Oh, wow. Really? I remember the day that happened. Yeah. Mm. What'd you do to commemorate it? Farrah Fawcett as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, poor Farrah Fawcett. I remember the day that happened. Why? Did you write it down? <laughs> 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 we don't deserve JC. Uh, Travis, we've got dogs on film to get to. Uh, I didn't know, Gardner, if there was another clip. We wanted to check in on. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna hold off till tomorrow for okay. some of the other stuff. Uh, we'll talk more movie stuff tomorrow, and uh, also Gardner having proof Tommy's a uh, bad driver. Yep. Hey, no, we couple, didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> yep. No, couple, we didn't. Sure do. Couple comments. Lisa says hello, JC. Uh, Tom says there's nothing uh, that he does not love about Mr. Gary and Brett Hull together. Mm-hmm. Meredith in the comments. JC looking so dapper. No tall tees or baggy jeans today. <sighs> Playing with fire there, uh, Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. <laughs> like, always wearing a tall tee. <laughs> <laughs> she is six feet tall. We'll give her that. She, uh, that she's way taller than that. <laughs> probably feels like that, buddy. Uh, <laughs> keep your chin up, man. <laughs> or you won't be able to look her in the eye. Uh, also, we found out uh, that... Uh, Nature's Nectar is the Aldi's brand of Capri Sun, Travis. So if you want to have a flip name, <laughs> if you want to have a flip name, it could be Nature's Nectar. Nectar. Why? Why the hell can I get it? <laughs> Nectar, please. <laughs> Nectar, please. No. It looks bothered. That shit yeah. funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it was kind of silly. Yeah. He's looking at you now. No, first of all, these suns aren't expensive. Like, why do I need to go to <laughs> the, the, the Capri Suns go up? I, what, what, they're not affordable anymore. Why can't I just have a Capri Sun? Why I gotta go buy buy an off brand? Why are you being Capri racist? Drink? Right? <laughs> Especially, when I'm like, but it would be Capri's like, possession drink. Capri's drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it works. Speaking of Capris, Meredith keeps commenting. On oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Tommy has a pair of Capris. Hey. Nah. All right. Manpris. Uh, usually we have Dr. Ed in on Wednesdays. He works at Hillside Animal Hospital. He owns Hillside Animal Hospital. Huge thanks to them for supporting us and uh, supporting Gateway Pet Guardians as well. We played dogs on film with him. Gardner, I'll let you take it from here. We're, JC's going to take Dr. Ed's place today. Okay. We're going to play a game. I've uh, I've been on fire lately, so I'm not gonna feel bad if I uh, if I roast three or Tommy four in a row now. Three or four in a row. I study. That's what I do when I go home. I study the Rotten Tomatoes scores. That's illegal. And uh, that's how it works out. So we'll have Gardner. He just has his open laptop in front of everybody. I'm, I don't oh, that's know. Yeah. right. Oh. Right. I'm just <laughs> Travis knew all along. I'm just oh. literally cheating right now. Uh, you know, so, if you did that during trivia, they they'd kick you out. They would. Yeah. So that's enough, Mister. Yeah. That happened to you. No, I just know the rules of trivia. <laughs> okay, now we know. Travis, will you uh, will you do the introduction? Stimulating social life. That's <laughs> oh, sure, absolutely. It is now time for dogs on film. our entire budget for the year. That's yeah. we're Took some uh, effort, too, because yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> you did a great job. Uh, all right. So Dogs on Film is the name of the game. 
We don't necessarily do dogs specifically on film anymore because we ran out of dog movies to play the game. So we just kind of create our own themes. So much for that budget for the Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We should have thought more about the name. Now it's just movies with DMX in it. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good theme. Uh, Tommy, can you write that one yeah, down, got please? It. Yeah. So that could I'll be. I'll bite you. Now we could either do the different pairings as themes or we do a kind of an overarching theme and uh this week it's movies from 1995 mm. movies from 1995 i randomly was looking at one the other day and decided let's just do movies from this year so that's the theme for <laughs> the year you were conceived <laughs> you put some thought into that did you Gardner? yeah well i was looking at one specifically and i'm like oh, i, I want to use this one and then i looked at the year and i'm like nah let's just do all these years what what year do you think i was born Take a guess. Uh, actually, if I had to guess, I would have said 99? 98. Hmm. I know why you said 99. Why? Because <laughs> he was comparing you to the other person in his life that's around your age. Oh. There it is. Yeah. She, she's older than him. If <laughs> 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 she's mature. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mature. She actually uh -oh. is. Uh -oh. she act really? JC dates a younger girl. She's absolutely more mature than every man in this room, and including yeah. the one in New York. I'm mature. Uh, yeah. Meredith also said... Uh, Nothing says I'm mature like, I'm mature. <laughs> <laughs> really sold it. Tommy, will you just speak whatever is in your heart and let JC comment for the rest of the show? Because Travis and I can just take the day off. This is perfect. That's, that's what I do at his open mic all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so we got dogs on film. 1995. Is the theme. I have six total movies. We have three pairs of movies. <laughs> we'll pit one movie against another, and you guys have to guess which one has a better score according According to Rotten Tomatoes, if you do guess correctly, you get a point. You can get a total of three points during the regular session of the six movies. I have a seventh movie that I have as a tiebreaker in case... We won't need it. We'll, we'll see. That uh, In that case, it's just one movie, and you have to guess closest to the actual score. Now, periodically throughout, I'll say if a group of you I want to say is right, you'll hear... Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. I might switch it up and say a group of you is wrong. <laughs> and that's what you'll hear at that point. And real quick, well, let's JC... Let's try not to get wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JC, treat that mic like I treat a corn dog from uh, Quick Trip. It's either we've got a mic issue or we just need to be up uh, a little closer. Oh, on. okay. A little cool. test one. I'm very, I'm very soft-spoken. Oh, so. it's sexy, though. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. That's so something we got in common. Oh, no. Oh, sweet Jesus. Is that how you give up his <laughs> He did the Sinbad. Why do you put Sinbad. the knuckle out like that? <laughs> <laughs> we have another comic knuckle, with an issue. It doesn't go in. <laughs> give him the Sinbad. Like, give him the Sinbad. It, it hurts to go in. Oh, no. All right, here. Give him the Sinbad. It hurts to what? <laughs> You're done. This is hell. Oh, boy. Um, actually. I've got a five-year-old that can give a better fist bump <laughs> than you. <laughs> so is this why you Shout didn't fist bump Sinbad? Mm. Is uh, it because that's how, what happens? I uh, just... Uh, it's, that's just how my fingers noises? naturally go. Uh. <laughs> Pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, I'm looking at it straight on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is perfect. Get, getting uh. his zords out. Oh, boy. All okay. right. So uh, I do have my friend oh, Sean, so who gives a little description of each of these movies. We record it usually earlier in the week. And Sean gone viral. 28,000 views on his dancing uh, in his underwear video at the, on Twitter. At our local water. Mm -hmm. Somehow. Alexis Zotos of KMOV thought it was a video from Florida. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> as much. She thought it was Florida Man. <laughs> that was amazing. That um, 
So uh, let's get going with our first movie, our first set of movies. Um, these are from 1995. Sean will give you a description here. We have some <coughs> idle chatter that you'll hear as well from time to time that they might. Some of the conversations tie into the movie. Some of them don't. So yeah. just be prepared. Um, so here's your first movie for Dogs on Film. I got the patience of Job. Are you ready? Why do you have the patience of Job? Because I have to put up with some bullshit every once in a while. At work? Yeah. Sometimes the clientele are just, uh, un whatchamacallit, you know, just uh, ridiculous. <clears throat> First up, Clueless, 1995. Teen romance, one hour, 40 minutes. Shallow, rich, and socially successful Cher, Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, is at the top of her Beverly Hills high school pecking scale, seeing herself as a matchmaker. Cher first coaxes two teachers into dating each other. Emboldening, emboldened by her success, she decides to give hopelessly klutzy new student Ty, Brittany Murphy, a makeover. When Ty becomes more popular than she is, Cher realizes that her disappointing, disapproving ex-stepbrother, Paul Rudd, was right about how misguided she was and falls for him. Her stepbrother? Ex. Ex-stepbrother? Well, that didn't make sense. All right. Clueless is your first one. Clueless is going again. I always forget Paul Rudd's in that. What is he, like 18 in that movie? Still looks the same, right? I mean, basically. Yeah, he does. Just the, the if he thing. couldn't have been over had, 25. Yeah, Brittany Murphy. You could probably date Brittany Murphy. Mm. Mm. I, I don't get it. I know you're not going to Look get it up. It. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, no. Is it like when you have me guy when you guys have me Google that other thing? No, uh, no, 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 it no, would no. be worse. <laughs> that other thing. We we taught him about lemon party and uh, everything spin. live on the air. Yeah, meat spin was yeah. on the air. Yeah. <laughs> don't Google that, people. All right, clueless. God, going against. Next, we have Mallrats. Oh, hold on here. We've lost uh, audio on one of these. Okay. And I have to reset it. Do your thing. Good time to tell you about St. Louis Counseling Services. St. Louis Counseling.org is where you find them. Just a quick uh, shout out to them. Travis has has peaced out. What's happening here? Uh, St. Louis Counseling. Sorry, Trav. Go ahead. Gardner, go ahead. Okay. Here's your second one. Next, we have Mallrats, 1995. Farce, romance, two hours, three minutes. T.S., Jeremy London, and his best friend Brody, Jason Lee, take a trip to the mall after their girlfriends break up with them. T.S.'s girlfriend, Brandy, Claire Forlani, is participating in a dating game show at the mall, which was the initial cause of their breakup. Meanwhile, Brody's ex, Renee, Shannon Doherty, has begun dating sleazy store manager, Shannon, Ben Affleck. T.S. and Brody seek out ways to ruin the uh, ruin the game show, hunted all the while by Brandy's father, Jared, Michael Rooker. Think you could be a driver as a job? Uh, not yet. Yeah! How driver's you... license. Oh, you don't have a driver's license? Not yet. You know, as soon as I get my car all f- you know, get license plates and all that, Insurance, all the general, just save, save some time. I want Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. His, his foot's bigger than a shoebox, don't you know? I do. <laughs> I gotta show you the video of this guy dancing. Oh, yeah. Gardner, can we show it to him after the after the? Uh, thing? Uh, we might. I don't we know might be I able to. Whatever. But it's the most amazing thing ever, and this guy is as amazing as he sounds. So Sean, uh, actually, Sean wants me to find <laughs> car insurance for him. So we'll see what happens. I can um, do it. Mm. Tommy, that'd be great. And Tommy, you're going to love the tiebreaker, by the way. So we have Mallrats versus Clueless. Which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes? I'll go first. I'm going to feel stupid uh, if Gardner's just playing head games with us. I don't think Clueless can be beat. I think it was actually a good movie. And uh, I think the critics are going to feel real good about it, too, uh, as well. A lot of female empowerment in that. Tommy? 
Mallrats has Jason Lee, so I'm going with that. Okay. They have a skateboard game. It's fun. Trev? Or... Going Mallrats. Mallrats? I think Mallrats is the better movie, but I agree with you. I think uh, it seems like everybody, like critics and stuff, when they refer to Clueless, they act like it was this great movie. I'm like, nah. I think it was fine. It had, it had Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never so, I mean, heard of that. Well, good. Travis's favorite, Stacey Dash, is in it, so that's mm. good. I, I'm gonna say clu- I'm gonna say Clueless has the higher. Yeah, that's uh, what I went with. Tommy's out on a limb with mall no. rats. No, Trav went mall rats. Oh, Trav went mall rats too. Okay, our mall rats folks. <laughs> mall rats a 56. Ooh. Clueless. A seventy-nine. I was gonna say eighty. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. See, eighty. That's a, that's right. Like but the way people talk about it, you'd think it was a ninety-four. I've never seen either, so I bet Clueless holds up. I mean, I Clueless was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Clueless was bad. I just think seventy-nine is pretty damn high. There are some movies high. that I guess I don't know. I'm trying when to figure Clueless out. Clueless's like, claim to fame is Red. Iggy Azalea's video, <laughs> my like. <laughs> Homage well, to it. <laughs> it's, well, also too, like whatever movies like Tommy Boy are hanging out in the '60s or '50s or whatever, and then Clueless is a '79. I don't know. All right, so JC and Chris with one, Tommy and Travis with nil. We move on to our second pairing of movies from 1995. Here's your first one. Anyway, next up we got Babe. Oh my God, oh. 1995. Drama, fantasy, one hour, 32 minutes. Gentle farmer Arthur Hoggett, James Cromwell, wins a piglet named Babe, Christine Cavanaugh, at a county fair. Nearly escaping his fate as Christmas dinner when farmer Hoggett, Hoggett decides to show him at the next fair. Babe bonds with motherly border collie fly, Miriam Margolis, and discovers that he too can herd sheep. But will the other farm animals, including Fly's jealous husband Rex, accept a pig who doesn't conform to the farm's social hierarchy? You ever work on a farm? No. Think you can milk the chickens? Milk the chickens? No. I only want to gather their eggs. No, I don't think I'm I'm not farm material. I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna hoist any hay all over the place and pick up crap all day. (coughs) I hear it's hard work. (coughs) Farming. Bless you. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, babe. Really? We we probably don't even need to do the next one. It's like I'm about to say movie. It, it really is. I mean, it's overrated. All right. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, babe, oh, that'll do. Big. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is what it's Bring like. Bring a tear to your time. eye. All right, babe, going against. Next, we have Dead Man Walking, 1995. Drama crime, two hours, two minutes. As death row inmate, inmate Matthew Poncelet, Sean Penn, nears his execution date, he calls upon sister Helen Prejean, Helen Prejean, Susan Sarandon, to help him with his last appeal, his one last appeal. Maintaining that he's innocent of the murders of a young couple, Poncelet begins to form a bond with Prejean. 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 And she visits... All right, all right. Begins to form a bond with Prejean. And she visits both his family and the relative of the victims, hoping to learn more about the case. As things begin to look bleak for Poncelette, Prejean does all that she can to conf- conf- comfort and console the hardened convict. If given the decision and you were facing the choice of life in prison without the possibility of parole or the death penalty, which would you take? That's a good question. I'd probably take... Oh, I, I just... I guess I'd live. Yeah. You can always break out. It's always that possibility. But I'm not f- going through 300 yard, three football fields of crap to do it. You know what I mean? And Sean Brennan. 
came out clean on the other side. Yeah, I mean, thank God it was raining, otherwise that motherfucker would have died. <laughs> <laughs> the best assessment ever. Oh, boy. So I don't think he's walk- wrong at that. I don't think he's wrong at all. That, I didn't even think about that in the plot, but that Made makes it to be sense. Said. It's good that it was storming that yeah. night. He had... Sean had just enough vodka in him yesterday to make these assessments. Have some opinions yeah. on it. <laughs> so, we have Dead Man Walking versus Babe. Tommy, you can go first. Dead Man Walking. It's got Sean Penn. Okay. Trav? Babe, no doubt. Babe wins easily. JC? I'm going to go with Dead Man Walking because I just remember how everybody, all the critics back then were. Like, Over it? Or yeah. all over it. Yeah. it. This feels like a trap too, because Babe is uh, just a lovely movie, and I think we're like, I think work. we're nostalgic about it. Yeah, we, we were, were younger back then. Yeah, we probably saw six movies in that time span within a few months. That was all I did was go to the damn movies. I'm going, Babe. Who's got Babe? Travis and Chris. Yes, sir. Have Babe. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Babe. Damn. Chris, a ninety. I wish I was. 97. See, yeah, Babe's like, it's seriously just revered. A 95 for Dead Man Walking. Okay. So, great, great work. There was a little really? psychology in that one. Yeah. So, I didn't know Dead Man Walking was rated that high. I, I was going to put that in the 70s. That's interesting. 95 so for that? Interesting. Yep. I just remember it was like a huge deal with the critics. Yes, it was. Yeah. And uh, so, Chris has two. Back when every paper had like two movie critics on staff. Think about that, Sal. Isn't that crazy? Before the internet. Yeah. You guys want a movie critic on your show? I'll do it. No. Nobody cares about Travis has a movie critic he'd like to bring on the show. <laughs> we already have a... There's already that a movie would tell Tommy, please don't tell anyone you saw me. This show right now. Don't you get me started. Oh, I'll dangle that. I'll dangle that carrot. Go ahead. I love Spider-Man. Okay. What's the score? Chris, two. JC and Travis, one. Tommy, nil. We head into our final pairing. I'm always the zero. Okay, here we go. Say something <laughs> mean to him, Jason. <laughs> Let's talk to Travis about his project that he's working on. Do you have a character based off of Tommy? <laughs> I am now. This human Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, don't you, you know wish what? you did the show with JC? How funny is he? My God. Oh, I'm loving I- it. The human Muppet, yes, Tommy. Oh God, yes, I will. Can I? Yeah, Tommy, send me your headshots. I'm taking it straight to the folks at Sesame this yeah. afternoon. You don't need a headshot. You no time. You'd send him to Six Flags and have him do the caricature thing. That's the that's what you base it on. I have a caricature of, of me. I, of course you do. <laughs> Does it look like a glamour shot? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he used to bait in that girl who's getting teamed in behind the Harley dealer. Yeah, what photo did you use, Jeez. actually? <laughs> I used one with me and a sloth. Time Chris has said teamed, and we're just washing over it. I used a picture of me and a sloth uh, stuffed animal all around my neck. <laughs> also, Tom Brown looked it up for us. Uh, holy crap, Babe literally nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Shout out I to didn't her. realize that. Wow. Yeah. All right, our final pairing. Here we go. Movies from 1995. Next up, we have Just Cause, 1995. Adaptation, thriller, one hour, 42 minutes. Paul Armstrong, Sean Connery, a law professor who staunchly fights the death 
penalty is lured into defending a death row inmate. Bobby Earl Ferguson, Blair Underwood, convicted of rape and murder. Ferguson is there due to a coerced confession at the hands of a snarling local sheriff, Lawrence Fishburn. Armstrong starts to suspect that a psychotic serial killer, Ed Harris, may be the real culprit. But the deeper Armstrong gets, the more he realizes he doesn't know who's innocent at all. All right. There's your first one. That was the cause. first movie I ever saw that had Sean Connery dropping an F-bomb. <laughs> and it stuck was with it you. Because cool? that, that was before The Rock. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Man, which, by the way. Well, because uh, it, like, it was like, back then it was like, oh, man, he's so distinguished. Yeah, it's, it's he's Bond. Yeah. 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 But there's a scene where Lawrence Fishburne like, starts choking him with a seatbelt to like teach him a lesson. With that thick accent. I'd have to go back and watch and see. It just sounds like, in my head, like it would be hard to understand him saying that word. Well, that's why, did you ever hear the Barbara Walters interview where he literally, to her face, is like, yeah, I'll slap a woman if she gets out of, out of line a little yeah. bit. That was in the 90s, yeah. too, by the way. That wasn't from 68. Oh, John Connery. Just cause. <laughs> he helped her with her speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause going against. I have an old friend named David Gebbin and uh, another a friend named Buzz, uh, whatever his what? last name is. These are two old cats that were, you know, they were pretty hip motherfuckers. So anyway, they were at the movies one day and they went to see Species, 1995. <laughs> Sci-fi oh, thriller, one hour, 48 minutes. Now I talked to him as soon as I got out of the theater. Well, onward we go. When government scientist Xavier Fitch, Ben Kinsley, intercepts a space transmission containing a generic sequence, genetic sequence for an alien life form, he uses it to produce Syl, Natasha Henstridge, a gorgeous alien humanoid, human hybrid. As Fitch team grows concerned, at a rapid rate of growth, Sill wrecks the laboratory and begins a violent quest for suitable male human for a suitable for a suitable male human to impregnate her. The U.S. government dispatches top assistant, top assassin, assassin Preston Lennox, Michael Madsen, and a team of experts to stop her. Now, what those two said was they should have renamed this movie and called it Feces. <laughs> they both walked out on it. They said it was the worst movie ever made. Okay, that's enough. She was so hot. She'd oh. never acted before. And they were just like, just come on. Just be part of our just film. run please. around naked. <laughs> That's literally what she did, she right? And yep. didn't she kill Alfred Molina mm. by sleeping with him too hard? Well, was that that she's movie? She's an alien and she like, she lures men. Yeah. And then she kills them. I just love that it was Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina's amazing. With her tongue. He's mm. in the best Spider-Man. I'll give there you that. that. All right. Species versus Just Cause. I'll go first. Species was the worst movie ever. Was it? There's no doubt that movie's. Ter- it's just cause easy. This is a. This is a. This is a walk in the park. Okay, I'm. Uh, I'm going species because I think it's a trap. <laughs> Literally, uh-huh. she's a trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just cause. I'm going with species because I have a pattern over here. I've always picked the second movie, so I'm going with that. There you go. I haven't seen one movie on this list. So. All right. Those that pick species. Yeah, dog. Yeah, no dog. Way. Okay. Species. Fuck this. You got to get in his head. You got to get in his head. He's been sober for six years. He needs things to, to keep him idle. <laughs> Messing with us is part of that. You have to get in his head. Species of 44. Just cause a 24. Don't we feel like that's high for species? 
No, I, think, I thought it would have been like species of 44. It's got aliens in it, so that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's going to get people. I you thought it would be like a nine. You haven't even seen it. <laughs> nah, but I've seen Critters, and that's a good movie, too. Oh, what? <laughs> that's not an, that's that's not an appropriate movie. response. I've seen now I'm mad at this girl for taking the date with you, yeah. not for her what she said to you. Right. That's true. All right. So I, I dedicate this victory to Dr. Ed and uh, speedy recovery to, uh, to Dr. Ed, my man. So we do have normally have a... Uh, Again, a shoulder surgery, nothing serious. Yes. Thank you for correcting me earlier, Travis. I said, I said, he has surgery. He's not in today. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be better. Oh, God, where's the, the, where's the veterinarian? Upper body. He's fine. Upper and body. give blood, by the way. Hillside's got a uh, human blood donation going on in July. I've signed up for it. Check out Hillside Animal Hospital online. You can uh, donate there. Now, just for fun, let's play the uh, tiebreaker. Uh, that we would have used if needed. This would have been uh, you guys guessing closest to the actual score. Closest to the actual score of this movie from 1995. Tiebreaker. House Guest. 1995. Comedy Family. <laughs> one hour and 53 minutes. Fast talking con man Kevin Franklin Sinbad is over his head. He owes $50,000 to the mob and they want to collect. On the run, Franklin happens upon lawyer Gary Young, Phil Hartman, and his family who are waiting for an old friend. Young hasn't uh, we're waiting for an old friend Young hasn't seen in 25 years. Taking the opportunity for another con and to save his neck, Franklin convinces Young he's the old friend and becomes a family house guest. He has a great hideout from the mob but the mafia henchmen are still on his trail. Sinbad went to give Tommy, you know, little Tommy. Oh, little Tommy, my friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He went to give him a fist bump. Yeah. And Tommy froze up, thought he wanted to shake his hand. Yeah. So, and Tommy went and just covered his. I do his. that every time. That's the only way. I, I, yeah. That's how I did it. Always. I still do that. You cover yeah. it? Of course. I'm, I was like, I don't know how to do that. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I hate that fist bump bullshit. Here, I'll hold your hand. Boom. Just grab the fist. Take it. Take it, Tommy. Take it. Tommy's hip. I got to go to the bathroom. You know, I've been out here too long. Bye-bye. All right. So, Sean ah, and Tommy. Oh, man. With your hands. <laughs> Sean and Tommy both grab the fist bump. Mm. They cover the fist bump. I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm, I'm sure Tommy's parents are amazing people. Oh, hey, don't start in. Sean's not his father. No. <laughs> now I look exactly like my father. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. true. In the pictures, you do. But they definitely should mentor each other. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know how that yeah. works. My dad looks like me, but like ripped. Uh huh. And your dad gave you like a wallet that yeah. matches. Yeah. <laughs> the wallet from Pulp Fiction. Oh, we reviewed it. In the it first says hour. "bad motherfucker" oh, yeah? on it. <laughs> Because that's what I am. Because oh, your dad was too young when he had you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the truth. <laughs> he treats you like a friend and not a son. Okay, like we're we're gonna break this down. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we should just call it a day right there. That is outstanding. It's the opposite. My dad had me young too, but he's just like thinks I'm the loser friend from oh. high school. Oh man. We mm. got the, we got a, we share a gym membership. <laughs> we cruise chicks together, bro. Yep. Yep. But only oh. your dad uses. It. <laughs> <laughs> you said he's ripped, right? Yeah. He hangs out by the defibrillator. Well, Tommy does. Tommy can't do the upper body strength. Yeah. All right. Ugh. What do we have? House guest. What would you have guessed for that one? I'm gonna say 58 percent. 58. Tommy. Uh, 57. JC? <laughs> I'm going to go 19. 19. <laughs> Travis? 40. It's a 14. JC would have taken 
Now, looking back on that premise, we were really close. <laughs> Remember light skinned black dude? Like I don't know. In the photos, was was Sinbad like playing a version of himself? Did he have like darker hair in the photos or something? I don't. Travis, do you remember the plot? To house guest? Yeah, I didn't realize that no. he was. I didn't realize that he was playing one of the guy's older friends. That's uh, well, yeah. supposedly under friends. Right, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Meredith says she won't go out with me now because I have a terrible taste in movies because I talk bad about Babe. Yeah. Was she gonna go out with you before? Well, no, but <laughs> she said, "Now it's not just because you're too young that I won't go on a date with you, Tommy. You also have horrible taste in film." <laughs> Which I don't. I don't. <laughs> I like Star Wars. Okay. Ma- uh, Meredith grew up watching Bible Man. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. She watches pure flicks, pure flicks in her spare time. Uh, guys, we've got to say thanks to uh, pure flicks. Travis, do you remember pure flicks? It's like Christian Netflix. It's uber oh. Christian Netflix. But Not you even... said pure flux, and I was like, well, what's this one? Yeah. Is this Something a weird... Back to the Future. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah that's exactly right. Uh, quick thank you again to St. Louis Counseling Services. Check out their podcast, Mental Health Matters. stlouiscounseling.org. Wonderful website with all kinds of resources for mental health. If uh, you're looking for a business or an individual in the St. Louis area, be sure to help out. Our sponsor, St. Louis Counseling Services. Also, thanks to Getaway Carts, getawaycarts.com. Customize without limits. You can make that happen today, getawaycarts.com. And then also, Pet Wants St. Louis West. If you want great food for your pets delivered to your front door, give Lynette a shout and uh, drop them a line online, and they'll bring great food right to your front door. Travis, what do you have? Uh, you said you're, you're, you're finalizing your stuff for the big presentation do we know when we find out if you're going to continue being better than us or you're going to head back here? Um, yeah. <laughs> that, guys. Um, we'll see. Um, no, I, we, we won't have an idea as to uh, who will be offered the development deal for uh, at least a couple of more weeks. Um, so probably like the end of the first week of July. Two of eight of you? Huh? Is it two out of the eight? Yes. Two out of the nine to be exact. Um, so it's, um, but development deals, the way it's been explained to me, they work, they're, they're not all the same. Not every development deal is the same. So, uh, with Sesame street having such a broad reach, uh, in both LA and in New York, um, it, it ultimately depends on the development deal that you work out with the company as to where you do the development, how involved they are directly with the development. Oftentimes you can do it remotely. Um, they prefer that you be in the city that they're working on the development, but everything varies. So as far as what the future holds, I won't have a definitive answer probably for another two weeks, but, uh, yeah, at this point I'm just working on, um, like I said, I had the opportunity to meet with some talent agents yesterday through the program, and they kind of gave us the lay of the land as far as uh, when you're you know, pushing new content, new material, you're trying to get your writing samples in the right people's hands. They kind of walk you through that. And so at this point, uh, while the development deal is, I think, an overall goal for everyone, um, the fellowship itself sets you up for other writing opportunities as well. So we'll just see how that all unfolds. 
Excited to see what happens. That is big news all around. Uh, we're running out of time. We got JC. He's got to get back to his thing. JC, real quick, tomorrow night, Helium Comedy Club. If people want to go for free, you've got a couple passes to give away. You can DM me. You can DM We Are Live on Facebook. We'll hook you up with JC and hook you up with Fruins. You need to go cheer JC. Go in like an hour. Yeah, so they need to yeah. make it happen now. <laughs> if you yeah. don't have plans tomorrow night, you can hit us up. We'll hook you up with uh, free tickets for uh, JC at Helium Comedy Club for St. Louis Funniest Competition uh, tomorrow. Travis, uh, maybe we could Skype you in, get you some get some crowd noise for JC. Oh yeah, I'll be more than happy to do. Yeah, you definitely should do that. Just yeah, he'd Skype Travis in in the crowd, put a little laptop in a chair. Yeah, he'd love the bird sound. JC, is that okay? Is that fine? Yeah, it would be fine. Would be weird. I've seen JC uh, <laughs> soothe a uh, raucous bar crowd on many of an occasion, so uh, I think he could handle the bird chirping in the background. So, uh, JC, thanks so much for coming in, man. Yeah, what thanks. else we need to know? You got wild card every Wednesday at. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a crow's nest. Uh, sign up. It's an open mic that we have drinking games with. Mm-hmm. Very and, fun. Uh, we throw a lot of different things into the mix, challenges for the comedians and stuff. That's at ten thirty. Uh, sign up is at ten. If any comics want to come try it, it's. It's one of the most fun mics in the city. Been doing it for five years? Yeah, we're the longest running weekly independent open mic. Keep up the great work, man. Awesome appearance by JC today. We're going to skip Fair Foul. We're going to come back. We're going to do a big prize for Fair Foul Friday. And then, Travis, we're going to kick it old school with Fair Foul tomorrow. We've also got Cam Jansen, from, uh, formerly of the St. Louis Blues, coming in tomorrow so it's going to be a fun show so be sure to tune in for that like my tweet in the meantime again let us know if you want (laughs) if you want tickets to go see jc tomorrow you can dm me or the show for tommy for travis in new york for gardner for jc that's it for we are live today we're back live tomorrow at 8 a.m we'll see you then peace